definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Yo, what is happening? Good Monday morning, and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app, which you can bring just about anywhere with you. Alongside Jeff Paxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White is across the way taking care of us. You too can join us. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, your hopes, your dreams, and, uh, you know, your dashed dreams, all of that welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Quite a, a week of sports ahead. We will definitely look back. Don't you worry. We'll talk Texas Tech football. Take your reaction. We are your Monday morning therapy session way too often this season, but uh, we're back here for that. So you got thoughts, you got questions, comments, gripes, bring those in. Um, quite a week ahead. It is a bye week, so that's nice for Texas Tech football. A much, much needed bye week um, for, I think, everybody involved. We have it's exhibition week for Texas Tech basketball. Not quite to game week, but uh, got an exhibition at the end of the week. It's World Series week for one of the uh, the two Texas teams. World Series will start later this week, and we don't know who it is. So that's uh, that's a lot of fun as we've gotten to a game seven that's coming up tonight. Lots. Uh, D backs are down three two, right? I believe so. Right. Okay. Three two. So that one could go, has potential to go seven games as well. But uh, lots to dive into over the next three hours. Good morning, Senor Haxton. Good morning, Shua Woodman. How do you do? I do just fine. I I did feel the the, uh, ghost of basketball on the way in today. You know, just looking down to the date. Yeah. uh, Knowing that you're... Getting closer to Halloween. Of course, you get to Halloween. It means, uh, it means basketball's here. Sure. Um, talked with some people close to the program over the weekend. They say um, they say good things. You know, so that's about all the details that I'll give you. But they say, hey, uh, we're excited. Um, good things are happening over here at the Womble. Mm-hmm. It'll be very interesting to see how they look against the Aggies. But I think this is a, a talented team and you know, a new coach. I think anything could happen, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i very excited for basketball season, partially because football season has pushed you there yeah. where it's just kind of turned the page. Fortunately, the Rangers are bridging some of that gap. Um, man, what a – what a weekend! I'm gonna have overall. trouble diagnosing this as a sports talk guy. I mean, there's just the fandom kind of just went nuts last night. My mom and dad were in town; they're Ranger fans. Uh, we had the whole house jumping up and down, and I was like, "Yeah, this is." I don't know. It's it's felt a little personal this time around, and uh, so like diagnosing this as a sports talk guy is probably not going to happen. I mean, I I hope the Astros burn. Well, you haven't. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> hey, and another thing too. This this disturbed the hell out of me because on Friday I'm doing volleyball. There's not very many people there. Okay. 
there's a group of about 30 students behind me who are like F-bomb. Nice, nice, dude. Good, good hands. Way a good placement. It's a Monday. I only spilled a little. Bring in the cleanup crew. It's only a little. Janine! Janine, get in here. We need you. Um, that, I'm volleyball. doing volleyball. I'm trying to concentrate. And I hear them, like, when Altuve hits the ball. This, yeah. I don't know what's going on because I, right, I have rightly just focused on the volleyball match. I've completely forgotten the baseball's going on. As you should. Yeah, you know, I'm not sitting there hitting refresh or anything like I, I've done that before. I, but I was really focused in on the volleyball, and which they, didn't go so well. No, they uh, they start jumping around and going crazy when Altuve hits the ball. I thought they were cheering for the Rangers because that's just what I think. You know, everybody in this town's Rangers fan. <laughs> Supposed to be. These guys weren't. Yeah. So now I'm ticked off at them because they're screaming and dropping the f bomb every other word, and it's seeping into the broadcast. They're obviously not concerned about the volleyball match. They're just there because they're all watching the baseball game on their phones. So anyway, it ticked me off. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think you've experienced the Astros or the sorry the Houston fandom like some of us have. Right? You're because, exactly right. Like, like, I'm just saying, other people that have dealt with other Houston fans, you they make it personal. Like Dallas to Houston fan, they they make it personal. They hate everything Dallas, so they will poke at you as much as possible. I'm I'm just speaking from experience. Like when, whenever Rockets fans are around, whenever the Rockets have been good, they're about as as annoying as anything you can. Find. I've never for sure experienced that. That's what I'm saying. Like because I was saying this before the break or before we started the show, the AL West. We haven't had this since the Astros have been in the AL West. We haven't had both teams be good at the same time, so there hadn't been the prodding there yet. So this is the first time you as a Rangers fan have experienced this. We've experienced it. Uh, Cowboys fans, not as much, but definitely any basketball fans, Houstonians, Houston fans, they will poke at you. I mean, we experience it through text messages, and and that's... Oh, well, I was thinking about this, that's too. That's where it gets personal. I was like... This feels very childish because when I was a kid, that's how OU fans would treat me. Now, when I got to be an adult, even the OU fans be, that I know became adults and they wouldn't come after me on game day. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's this this a, is is different. It's just weird. I was like, really, are you guys that petty that you're going to come after me on game day? Because I'll tell you this, there are no Astros fans in the state of Oklahoma, all right? It's either <laughs> Rangers or Cardinals. That's it. For the yeah. most, I mean, like, if you're taking a big pie chart, you're going to have 60-40 or whatever, 40-60, depends on back and forth on, on where you're at. So, you know, Tulsa's 60-40 uh, Cardinals fans. Uh, Oklahoma City's probably 60-70-30 Rangers fans. Anyway, um, this has been interesting, this whole dynamic. Yeah. So, um, it, but the series itself for baseball, this has been a treasure of a series. It has been phenomenal to watch. Um, the drama, just the fact that every the home teams it, can't win, it's it's phenomenal. And I hope that streak continues. Hacks, I don't believe in the uh, the old jinx as I've I've stated, but for sake of those that do, uh, I broke out the 
They'll pull over. Last time I wore this, the Rangers won the game. So I'm just trying to bring all good vibes today. Do we get good Scherzer? I think we do. I don't I do think we too. get the, the same. I'm a little nervous, but not near as nervous as I was going. Um, if he's healthy and healthy enough to go again, I think the problems that he faced the first time, yeah, don't go away, but they are very much reduced. Mad Max, I think, is what you get tonight, and that's what you you paid for at the trade deadline. We'll find out. I mean, the drama game seven is truly one of the best things you get in sports. Boy, Adolis hit the heck out of that thing. <laughs> now. We've talked about the good, if you're a Rangers fan. The bad, there's a lot of it. Uh, and I'm feeling feisty, so if you say something stupid on the chat line today, I'm going right. to call it. I'm All right. Woo! I will. And it's Music Monday. It's Music Let's Monday. Go. We're going to have a good Monday today. It's the end of the bench. we got headlines for you next on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for making us part of your Monday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio. We are uh, the end of the bench, and we've got some headlines for you and lots of yours on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Again, you say something stupid today, I'm going to I'm gonna call it. I my, my fuse is a little shorter. I'm mad just like the rest of you, so... We'll start with the headlines, though. Uh, Rangers win it 9-2 to over the Astros. Break it open there in the ninth inning with an Adolis Garcia grand slam. Four strikeouts and then a grand slam. Saw someone tweet it. That's the most Adolis Garcia thing ever. It is, uh, of course, following the, the feisty fiasco on uh, Friday. Was, was quite the uh, drama, but... Garcia able to help you out, but the real hero of the game got to be big game Nate again, right? Nathan Avaldi. I mean, he is as nails as it gets. Uh, Nathan Avaldi again just puts there, you in position to win the baseball. Game. There's something really special about him and his approach. Yeah. Um, you know, the baseball. I think above many many sports is mental. And it is really hard to rattle that cat. You, his facial expression, you know, he'll have a close call he wanted. I mean, he might show just a little flicker of upset, but then it's just right back. You can see him, his light switch turning off and on, off and on, whenever it needs yeah. to. Uh, hard to rattle. Just what's next? Here it comes. I'm just going to keep attacking the zone with 95. And then, you know, when I see this stuff, I don't think it's just like blow you away special, but it sure is good enough because he is that competitive. Yeah, I love the competitor in him. That's what I tweeted last night. He's one of the best competitors I've ever seen. What did, what's uh, the yogiism? Baseball is 90% mental. The other half is physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Evaldi is the first ever Ranger to win four games in a single postseason, and we haven't reached the World Series yet. So there's still a chance to wow. get further along that. Evaldi, also the third pitcher in MLB history to pick up a win in eight of his first ten career postseason starts. That's Orlando Hernandez, David Wells, and Nathan Evaldi, who is and 8-1 with a 2.59 ERA as a starting pitcher in the postseason. He's the reason, I mean, you can boil it down – 
um, you know, the offense has been consistent all year long for the most part. But, like, if you're talking about getting to this point where you have a chance to go to a World Series, yeah. you can point right at him. I uh, I can't disagree with that. So, Rangers-Astros, Game 7 tonight. We have it for you on Double T 97.3 and 100.7, the score. Astros fans, it'll be right here. Starting at 6.30, Rangers fans, it'll be over on Double T 97.3. Starting at 6.30, uh, a 7.03 first pitch scheduled tonight from Houston. Uh, we've got more stats regarding uh, location and all that. I'll bring those in a little bit. The Texas Tech soccer, though, on location in Ames, Iowa, as they take on the Iowa State Cyclones, who are 3-6 and six in league play this year. This is a team that is very beatable, and Tech needs to go do that. That's what it comes down to. If the Red Raiders win tonight, they win a Big 12 title. It's as simple as that. Um, however, there are other are other routes to a Big 12 title as well. If Tech wins, outright Big 12 title no matter what. If Tech draws, at least a share of the Big 12 title no matter what. Um, lots of different scenarios up and down, but the, the easiest one is if Tech gets a win, they will win the Big 12 outright. And uh, pretty amazing pretty amazing team that Tom Stone has here. And, and honestly... This is just at minus one injury, and it's a big one. This is the, the healthiest we've seen a Tom Stone team in a long time, and that that's made all the difference. You you see, he's had players year after year, but keeping them healthy has been a problem. And and for the most part, you've stayed. Well, there. you did lose Macy. Right, Macy's it, huge. It's a minus one one big injury, and it was big, but but you've seen several girls go down in in previous years and, and big names, so. Um, it's I um I will get a chance to do the NCAA matchups oh, yeah? that are coming up on uh, ESPN Plus. So that and you, I believe if I'm correct, Tech could host as many as as four matches at home. I think that's how it would work. I'm not sure what happens after the first two rounds. You get first two rounds, and I think it it can stay like it will. It stays on site, I believe, and it's not like you go play at neutral sites. In soccer, at least that's how it's been in the past. But they they may have changed a few things up. We'll we'll look that up and confirm. Um, we will have them on ESPN Plus. I can tell you that. That's great. That's great. Looking forward to it. But also opportunity to get out there and see them part see them in yes. person because postseason soccer is a lot of fun. Um, tech football is on a bye week, of course, and both at. Astros. Both Texans and the Cowboys were on a bye over the weekend. Chiefs were in action. They defeated the Chargers 31-17. to that, That's an interesting Chiefs team. They still are finding a way to win games. It's not near as pretty or flashy as they've done in the past, but they're still finding a way to do it. Apparently, uh, Kelsey's good luck charm is when Swift is in the, the stands. Did you see that stat floating around? No. So, in games she has attended this year, um, Kelsey is averaging 99 yards per game. When she is not in attendance, it's 46 and a half yards per game. <laughs> so showing off a little bit, I guess, for for the Swift girl. Oh my gosh, the I think I'm past the annoyance point too. It's yeah, because I've like, stopped watching them. It's just kind of like, okay, oh well. Did you know hacks being a Swifty is good for your mental health? No, I don't want to hear about this. Okay, we'll save it. Uh, the thing that I'll salute Taylor on is she brought $5 billion to the U.S. economy this year. Hey, 
Good for her. She has her own economy, basically. <laughs> like Her, own, her little, own GDP. Yeah, her own little bubble of economy. All right, keep your thoughts, your comments, all of it rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I'll read some Astros stuff, and then we'll get to Rangers-Astros, get to uh, tech stuff after that. Someone says, go Rangers. Um, this one says, it's the humidity. Houstonians' brains are melted. <laughs> uh, Rangers-Astros season-long series has been very entertaining. The records are identical with one game to decide the AL title. Um, Bobby Hot Dog says the exact same thing. Oh, someone said first. Uh, sounds pretty typical of Astros fans. Hacks, no respect, low-class posers. Not there for volleyball. Uh, Bobby Hot Dog's response. Not there for volleyball was a horse name. Uh, <laughs> exact same thing can be said for many Rangers fans. I know there are plenty that follow the Rangers year after year. But there are sure a bunch of Johnny-come-latelys all of a sudden. Uh, folks who I never thought they knew baseball existed suddenly making posts like they're part oh, of ownership yeah. group or something. Yeah. In fairness, that, that happens that, with everyone. Everybody, Everybody. Yeah. But also, uh, no one tweets or – I mean, you can't use that because no one sits there and tweets about their team or no one talks about their team when, when they're not good. You're, you're uh, do, sad. Do tech? Astro fans feel conflicted at all. That's what I want with know. Josh Young with the with the guy at the hot corner. I'm sure they have to feel somewhat conflicted. I mean i I root for success of Texas Tech individual players. Like when Zach McPherson played for the Eagles, I hate the Eagles. Mm, yeah, but I still want him to go get some picks and losses. Like that's that's what I root for. So surely that's how the the whole Josh Young thing goes. Want him to hit two home runs at a loss. Mm-hmm. That's how it would be if if the roles were reversed for me. I mean, I'm trying to think of another one. Does anybody hate the Chiefs? No, I, I don't know. I know Lucas hates the Chiefs, but <laughs> do you hate Patrick Mahomes? Just be, I mean, you're not as deep. Like Lucas isn't have, a diehard Tech fan. So. I don't have any. Say on Mahomes, okay. he is who he is. He is who he is, which is the best player <laughs> in football. What do you think of his uh, brand logo? Yeah, that is something uh, that is coming. I mean, so Pat Mahomes, if you missed it, someone puts Adidas. Uh, basically, Adidas basically announces to the world on behalf of Adidas and Tech, because Tech's retweeting it and all that. Uh, basically says. Hey, coming 2024, July 2024, Texas Tech and Adidas. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But if there was any doubt, that, that was kind of your confirmation. Texas Tech will be switching from Under Armour to Adidas. I think we'll get a formal announcement, I think, this week, but we shall see. It is the end of the bench. Got a lot more to get into. A whole lot of your thoughts rolling in. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. A Music Monday with the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White with you today. Haxton song? I just love this so much. What is it? The LSU band right above it before the national championship game at the Superdome. Okay. 
they are so into it and oh, the yeah. sound is amazing. LSU band. Mm-hmm. You can uh, hit us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions you got, bring them in on the AIDS Forex Center chat line. We'll come. I'd be a hell of a tuba player, man. I'll tell you, I got the I got the form. I got the look, the width. <laughs> I can hold that tuba. The air. Up. I got the hot air. I got it. Uh, this from the chat line. What nut job would eat that on a plane? Lacking sense of awareness for sure. They should be kicked off the plane for that type of offense. Goodness. Yeah, you don't need to get kicked off of planes. Planes are pretty important when you're trying to, you know, live and get from place to place. So I don't think the the eviction is the way, but there needs to be something done. Should be a demotion to the back of the plane for the stinky people. You got to go sit in the lab. All babies and uh, stinky people go to the back. How about a parachute? <laughs> it's kicking them off the plane. <laughs> It's just in the middle. It's not where they. You've they always wanted to skydive. I actually, uh, I blame the airport somewhat because every airport you're going to find corn nuts sold. Every airport, and then I don't know. Maybe you could get a prepackaged uh, hard-boiled egg through, but I'm guessing they bought that hard-boiled egg in the airport too. Because you brought something stinkier on the plane. You got a bag of baby <laughs> poop in there. Thank you, Michael Scott. Someone says, I've always heard good things about the cougar tail. You know, actually, uh, there's guys in Utah, too, that love to have multiple cougar tails. Dad jokes in 12 minutes, man. Hey, sorry. You got it. Sorry. (laughs) Just soaked it all in while we were in BYU, too. All right. Uh... This one, McGuire PR is the reason Vegas keeps tech on winning. <laughs> I don't think Vegas is influenced by, uh, by hype coach videos. speak. Coach speaking, hype videos. No, they are in it to make money. And I think that your point, <clears throat> it validates what we all thought. Vegas is thinking the same thing. Brett McMurphy was thinking the same thing. Uh, lots of, I mean, people have voted Texas Tech into the the. The coaches' preseason top 25 was thinking the same thing. You, you could talk about Joey McGuire hyping the team before the season, but it was not solely Joey McGuire. I mean, national people, uh, regional outlets, all, all that thought Texas Tech was going to be a good football team this year. You're not. Do you think Tyler Shuck ran himself hit in, I, into injury? I think there is some of that going on. There, There's coaches that aren't going to throw players under the bus. No matter what. Yeah, there are. Uh, so if Tyler Shuck made wrong calls and pull, called his own number a lot more than was originally called, I don't think you're, you've got a coaching staff here that's going to tell you that. Like Dabo Sweeney did this past weekend. The, yeah, he should have handed it off. The the Klubnik, so apparently Klubnik on fourth and goal uh, was supposed to hand it off. And Dabo in the postgame press conference says, yeah, it wasn't an RPO. It was a straight handoff. Klubnik chose not to do it. He throws his his quarterback under the bus there. Now, is that fair? Should you do that? Well, that's because a guy it that's, was a straight. That's a guy that's won a natty and is uh, not very comfortable right now with how things are going. Yeah, I, I don't know, Hacks. 
and, and maybe that is by by design, but Tyler Shuck run the ran the ball a whole lot more than the next two quarterbacks you've seen. And maybe that's just coaches being smarter and saying, hey, we don't have much behind. I think one of the big problems, and I'm going back to Saturday, and we'll get to burning questions in a moment, but one of your big problems with, with Jake Strong on Saturday is you you don't have that opportunity where you can, and, and coaches have done this forever, where a guy's having a rough stretch in a game where you can say, hey, let's go, let's go cool down, let's sit on the bench for a couple of drives. Right, you can't even do that with strong at that point, or you're putting in a receiver at quarterback. That that's the tough thing. That's a tough situation you're in with a third string true freshman quarterback. Is you can't even give him a spell on the bench to say, "Hey, cool down. Let's watch it from the sideline." I mean, even Graham Harrell got that in 2006, his first year as a starter as a sophomore. There's a back to back pick sixes against Missouri. Hey, let. Leach says, hey, let's go, let's take a seat on the bench for a little bit. He gives the crowd double birds, and then he has, <laughs> he finishes out the game a little bit later. So you, you're as backed up against the wall as you could be going into this bye week. Now, Coach McGuire did say Barron's back for the TCU game. He said that Saturday night. So that's good news for you. Now, how healthy of a Baron Morton are you going to get TCU game? I don't know, but you need... You need something. All right, we've got plenty more from you. But right now, Hex gets my questions. Two minutes of nonstop in-your-face inquiries with no end in sight. It's time now for Burning Questions. Speaking of multiple cougar tales, have you ever dated two people at one time? No. Never in your life? No. Lucas? The simultaneous date? Yeah. No. No. It's a dangerous thing. I thought about it once in uh, high school, but thought about it, but didn't want to pull the trigger. Didn't want to one in one drama. town, one in another town. Ooh, before cell phones, so might have been able to pull it off. Man, you might have been able to. I don't know. People talk in small towns. Yes, they do. Very much. Everybody knows everybody's business. Uh, start bench cut. Family matters. Modern family. All in the family. All right, same again. Family matters, modern family, all in the family. Start family matters, bench. Oh, same again? All in the family, modern family. <clears throat> all in the family, cut modern family. You ever seen modern family at all? No. Okay, that's fair. Start modern family, and then I would bench. Family matters, and then cut all in the family. So we'd all have three three different answers. I I would start family matters, bench modern family, cut all in the family. Okay, never got into all in the family for whatever reason. Uh, if you could only watch, and I stole this straight from one of the questions on uh, what do they call it? The the fastest growing game show on the on on the bottom line. Take versus take. Take versus take. Thank you. I stole this from someone. I don't even know who it was a week ago or so. If you could only watch movies from one particular actor for the rest of your life, who whose catalog would you choose? So you could only watch movies that Denzel Washington is in or 
Leonardo or DiCaprio would be mine. DiCaprio or Adam Sandler. That's you're going DiCaprio. Hanks. Tom Hanks. It's a good pick. He he doesn't he there was a stretch there where everything he put out was good. It's been a while since it's been all just like solid. I get to watch the money pit. Still never seen. And Joe versus the volcano. Never seen either of those. But I watched a new movie over the weekend. And so. uh, Splash. Remember Splash? Yeah, I never saw that. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Of course. I've got all these movies. Force Gump. I, I, Apollo I 13. Hanks, Hanks is a great pick. We'll be all right with Tom Hanks' catalog. You know what I'd pick, though. Pauly Shore. You knew it. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Of course. Of course. He would be he'd be my silver medalist. It would probably be Costner. I mean, you get a lot of manly type of movies with Costner. Waterworld, um, of course. Postman. No, it'd probably be Costner, Denzel, and then and Hanks, and of those three for me, Adam uh, Sandler would be Casey's. Sandler, man, you'd just be living in the '90s if you're watching Sandler. And if you broke out of the '90s, you'd be really <laughs> upset. <laughs> You don't like the Jack and Jill? Hey, uh, no, it's a good pick. It's a good pick because there's a lot of movies. There is. There's plenty. And you'd be laughing a lot. You'd so. be, yeah. That'd be good. All right. Houston, we have a problem. We now have. Houston, we have a problem. It's very famous. Hopefully they have problems today. That's what I'm linking to. Yes. Okay. I caught it. Houston, really we have a problem. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for hanging with us on a Monday. It is the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. 100.7 The Score mobile app, which you can take just about anywhere with you. And now, this hour on television, Fox 34 News Now. Also on your AM dial, 950. You can dial us up there. Whole lot of you... Chiming in, as expected, on a uh, overreaction Monday. We are the Monday morning therapy session for all you Texas Tech fans. Rangers fans, a little bit of a happier Monday as we get a Game 7 tonight. We'll uh, talk both of those things as we roll into the third hour. If you got questions, bring those in. Ask the Benchwarmers towards the end of the hour as well. Don't want to spend a ton more time on this, but just wrapping up uh, what we finished the second hour up with. Um a tweet by Emmanuel Acho talking about uh, Caleb Williams and, you know, he should sit the rest of the season out. It's a business decision, all of that. As uh, as our buddy Collier points out on the on the, 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 personal text, hotline. the personal hotline, uh, he's our business decision. He's already got a lot of money coming towards him. I, I am curious how these NIL contracts are set up. If you don't get paid until the very end of a semester or how all that works. Because oh, I bet you getting, there's money up front for him. Yeah, but he's getting paid a, a official industry term, a crap ton of money. Would you, uh, Would you? for me, I li- I'd love to see the books on Caleb Oh, Williams. it'd be awesome. And not his chemistry book. <laughs> his, she probably um, hadn't opened. His, uh, his expenses report, uh, you know. Yeah. You know he's got an accountant already. You know he's got an agent sure. already. Sure. But I also think these rich people that are paying him money uh, have their own these guys. Safes. These guys that are doing this, I want to say most, have this money for a reason. They're good business people. 
They've made great business decisions. Most of them own their own businesses. They're not used to making bad investments. Yeah. So if something were to happen, like Caleb just says, hey, there's no natty anymore. There's no conference championship anymore. I think I'm good. David brings up a great point. Hey, you're being paid a million plus, whatever it is, you got to go play. And even if, and you, if you don't, then we're going to prorate this thing, yeah. and you're going to give us the money back. But I would think because this has so much big money tied up in it that there would be stipulations in contracts. So we're talking about everything here, the opposite of what collegiate athletics should be, yeah. and it's where we find ourselves today. And it's probably not that way for everybody, but if you get to a guy like him, it probably is. You know, I think if uh, the NCAA want it's pay for play. That's what we're we're at right now. You're paying for the player to play well on the field, or just play on the field, or the playing surface, whatever. And the NCAA doesn't want to admit that, so you have to have in these contracts somehow. You're paying a player, even if you want to call it the NIL stuff. You're paying them as the starting quarterback at USC. That's that's why their value is high for you to be hiring them as a spokesman for your product or whatever. Your PSA. The, the value is that he is a quarterback, the quarterback of USC, and a Heisman Trophy candidate and all of those sorts of things. So if he just decides not to be the quarterback of USC, I think much like we heard about with Fardo's AMAC last year where he's just going to up and – or he's going to just decide to sit out the season. He's not going to get his payment. We we heard those rumors. Whatever Turn truth the there Tahoe was to back him. in. It's like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I am going to not go in the portal, and maybe I am going to, you know, I want my cash right now. I want my Tahoe. So I'm going to hang, and hey, all of a sudden, after all those rumors, he's playing the next week. Look at that. Amazing stuff. So, 50 pounds overweight. Uh, yeah. Eating all those Cheez-Its. But, yeah. So, it's... it's that was my official scouting report on Fardaw's Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Lots of Cheez-Its. He and I had a similar diet plan. Yeah, you know, sure. Arkansas fired their offensive coordinator over the weekend after throwing up three points against Mississippi State. Since these guys are paid, can you fire them? Eventually. I mean, they all, they obviously Eventually thought, we'll get to that. They obviously yeah. thought that this guy, Enos, I believe is his name, from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They obviously thought he could get the job done at some point. Lots, lots of jokes there. I'm just going to leave them alone. E-N-O-S. Enos okay. from Arkansas. Um, it, they obviously thought he could do the job at some point. Yeah. Well, turns out he couldn't do the job. Yeah. So I would have loved to have fired Fardos last year. That'd have been sweet. Like, hey, um, your time is done. There, there's a giant masquerade going on where we're acting like this is for. What's your costume going to be? <laughs> uh, probably going to end up as Ted Lasso. Is what the wife wants eventually. Now that Lucas has got the got Scotty P on lock, I'm probably no, going to end, end up as Ted Lasso. If I do, what's a up, costume. guy with great posture? I don't know. I wish I wouldn't have trimmed the beard the other day because now my... Oh, you can grow it back easy. The mustache. The mustache. I don't know. The mustache. The mustache. The mustache. Do you think I can grow the mustache back? No doubt. No, I don't know. I don't grow a very good mustache. That's the problem. Dude, by the end of the show, I'm going to have a mustache. I know. (laughs) So... We should 
grew up top like it does on the face. All right, and you know what? I spent way too much time talking about Emmanuel Acho's stupid take, and that's where we sit. Uh, as a Tech and Astros fan, I pull for Young every at-bat and for the Rangers against every other team. See, I can't do that as a Rangers fan. I wouldn't pull for the Astros ever. I, I love seeing guys and get I love, I love Parker Mashinsky. Yeah, I do too, but I want um, him to lose. <laughs> but I want him to lose. Like, individually, I want him to have success. I'm be a Go mow him millionaire down. and Be awesome in the eighth inning and let your closer blow it. That's what I want. Yeah. If Now, Mashinsky's not on this roster, so. Yeah, he's a middle-inning guy. Uh, do you guys think the Rangers' offense has finally woken up, or is it just a one-off yesterday? Kind of feels like it started waking up in Game 5, but for another bullpen loss aided by a prayer of a home run by Altuve. I think they're waking up. Um long as they're playing in Houston. This team relies a lot on the long ball, as we've seen. Like, it's just we've seen almost every big hit in this series. Both of these teams rely on the long ball. There have been very few station-to-station type of rallies. It's been big home run after big home run. Altuve's hit a big shot. Uh, we've seen the, the shot by Garcia last night put the game away. I thought Josh would have success at the plate as a pro early. I didn't think he'd be this dynamic over at third base. Man, he's been good defensively. I know he had that one, but that was kind of an in-between tough play where he didn't quite yeah, field it. Overall, that and that was his scouting report, is, hey, uh, minus defender. That was his scouting report coming out of college, which I don't know who's watching that. Yeah. Because he we, wasn't a minus defender here. We saw him take the entire left side of the infield for but, a while. But he's... <sighs> near gold glove caliber is what he's been doing. Some of the plays he's been making. Yeah, somebody Actually, said he had he his Brooks have, Robinson moment. He doesn't have the range that some third basemen have, but when he gets to a baseball, it's very rare that you're not going to see an out at first base. All right, a whole I'll lot more. I'll tell you more. what, I'm envious of that arm. I mean... He got a cannon. It's a cannon. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Benchwarmers. Lots of your questions in today. Appreciate all of that. Keep them coming if you want them to uh, get read. Get them in quickly, please, on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Tweet us at 107 The Score. Or dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, if you want to uh, voice your question verbally. Uh, a couple more comments real quick. Given Houston's home record, and the way the Rangers won last night, the pressure is squarely on the Astros tonight. That's from Scooter. I agree. I Scooter. mean, I, I yes, there's a lot of pressure on the Astros, but there's pressure on both teams because it's Game Seven. There, there is pressure. I still do feel I agree with you, Scooter. There's there's more on the Astros because it's on your home field, and if the Rangers jump out early, it it magnifies that pressure even more. So hoping to see the Rangers score early. That was the best pop quiz ever. Woodman pulls the Uno reverse card on Hax. <laughs> <laughs> reverse, reverse. Actually, more so, Hax pulled it on. I Hax. pulled it he, on myself. He basically is like, "I got this. Here, let's reverse it. I got it." Yeah, I had a chance to <laughs> just embarrass you, and I embarrassed myself instead. All right, to the uh, chat line, Choice and Hax. What's your go-to travel snacks? I've tried the beef jerky chew, and not a fan. Oh, I'm a big uh, jerky chew guy. It's just they're so expensive. Like the cans of jerky chew are catching up to the tobacco prices, so jerky chaw, huh? Jerky chew is uh, up there. Um, uh, peanuts, again, man, just salted one, peanuts. Number one is is uh, 
Sunflower seeds for me. It helps keep me awake because I, I sit there and chew them. And sunflower seeds uh, love the uh, pickled sausages and corn nuts. Munchos are pretty good if I'm going chips. You know what I'm talking about? The munchos? No, I don't. They're like very airy, crisps, crisp type crisps. of chips. Crisps. It's chicken. I also like bugles. Bugles are good. I do like the bugles on some rod- roadies. Okay. We agree on one. Plain. Yeah. The original. Agreed. Can y'all. Funyuns stank in the car. <laughs> oh, I love some Funyuns too. Could y'all see the National League team that's in the future Big 12 state making the World Series? Diamondbacks. Took uh, no. Me, took me a little bit there. The Phillies seem destined and better, top to bottom. I I mean, I could see them making the World Series, but I'm not predicting it. Like, if the Diamondbacks reeled off two in a row, it wouldn't be just shocking. They play early today? They have to, right? Because they don't like these things to go up against each other. I think they probably have the 4 o'clock game. Bench warmers. Yeah, you're right. They, they do have four? Okay. Yeah. So, we we will know pretty well by the start of the Rangers game if there's going to be a Game 7 in the National League or not, or who the National League team could be, whether it's the Phillies in or if there's a Game 7. How's the basketball team looking? We talked about this a little earlier, but... Some of their bowling you know, game needs work. My source that I got a chance to holler at over the weekend... Is that Lucas? Because he was there like with them bowling on, on Friday. You were bowling with him? He said their bowling game team... Game needs some work. Yeah, I bet. That's good. It means they've been yeah, on the court. Exactly. Um. So who are you no, I, this weekend. He just says um, the mood, the vibe is totally changed in a totally good way. So what? It's yeah. fun to show up to work. The guys are really enjoying being around one another. He just said, "Hey, I just like what I see," and this is a guy that's seen. This is his third coach. So I trust him a lot. Works with the players a lot. And um, he says, you know, and again, he didn't he didn't jump out to me as, as feeling like, yeah, man, natty. You know, we're going to go. We're going to go. go win the Big 12 or Going anything to like the that. ship. Again, it's year one here. Okay. And even in the even in the portal NIL year, uh, landscape, didn't mean to make that two words, landscape. <laughs> Um, Land. Escape. It is still year one. And I can't wait to uh, see what they do this weekend. By the way, no radio for it um, with Texas A&M uh, in the exhibition. Yeah. That was a decision that was made, not by me, but above me. And um, I think they're going to be pretty good choice. I really do. Uh, we set it at 17 and a half or 18. I think they'll be right around that number. I think that number is good enough to get you to a dance, which is your your main focus this year. Yep. Uh, this one, so you're back on, I guess you're back on the bandwagon, Woodman? What were we talking about just a little bit ago? That's Sneed. Sneed jumps on and off. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Sneed, if you're, if you're thinking Rangers, Rangers, yeah, that is 100% Sneed. He, he hops straight off and then and then – he hops on as much as you can go, and we'll go to an ALCS game. <laughs> so he, he'll he'll take that bandwagon right to the stadium. But yeah, that's him. 
No, I'm I'm through and through Rangers fan. We don't we don't deviate. No. Now we can be sad fans. And I think with Snead, it's more like interest, too. I don't think he, like, bails out on the Rangers. Right. But he's like, oh, they've caught my interest again. I'm, I'm bought all the way back in, yeah. watching every pitch that I can, sure. going to a game, but then he'll lose a little interest. I think that's where it's <laughs> going. That's what it sounds like on the bottom line. Uh, barely able to tune in. How'd I do in the pick'em? That's from Juan. Not great, Juan. Juan, you're <laughs> the first loser from the callers. Hey, but at least you got to golf on Friday. So, you had that going for you. Thank you so much. We all needed the week off from the wheel. Hacks needs a week on the wheel first, though. Not going to happen. Uh, yes or no, Scherzer has a better outing tonight than his last start? Yes. Yes. How much better is the million-dollar question, but I do think it's better. Um, what, how many innings does he need? Six. That's been the six. magic number for the Rangers. If he six, goes six, 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 if he six, goes six, six Rangers six. are going to win. I mean, not just blanket statement, but that's how it's going. You know gone. what's going to happen tonight. A one to nothing game. <laughs> no, we're going to be sitting there begging the baseball gods for a Rollis Chapman to get an out. Oh my gosh! Get prepared. He for loads that. the bases and then gets a double play. That's that's how he does it. South Texas ambassador Preston says, since the World Series is at stake, do you possibly go back to Evaldi if Scherzer struggles? No, not Evaldi. I I could see a situation where Montgomery could come in. It's been since Friday. I don't think it'll happen. But we have situational. Seen yeah, we we have seen that. Before. Okay, man, we got to get an if out. Montgomery, and this guy's hitting from the left side, so we got. So if if it's and I don't know this, but if it was a normal bullpen day for Montgomery and he's got like thirty pitches he could throw, maybe you could see that. Again, that maybe that's a giant, possibly because it is a World Series on the line. We've seen that before from other pitchers, but not Evaldi. You you never seen that where a guy goes from the day before and. I got to tell you this. He don't want to wreck his arm. Watching these guys through this year, watching Evaldi pitch, besides Josh Young, he's my favorite Ranger. Evaldi? Yep. He's a beast. He is an absolute beast. It's so much That's fun. saying a lot for this catcher to like a pitcher <laughs> that much. I mean, it was so easy to like Nolan. There's a lot of I mean, likable guys on this team, too. Yeah. There are. I mean, I mean, Garcia's easy to hate on if you're not a Ranger. He's, he's kind of that villain. Well, he's but. easy to like it. He's easy to dislike at times as a Ranger fan. Yeah. But, man, it. Well, you know, just the, the the showing the game up, making it about yourself, that came back to bite him. Last night, he hits a grand slam. He goes to the dugout with a smile on his face. Yeah. It was, I think he may have learned some things. I, I hope so. so. He was very because tucked his head. Because what he did. Had none. Yep. The previous game was not right. Agreed. He hurt his team. What's y'all's thoughts on Lincoln Riley backlash? I think it's a bad move not to let the players be available for the media after loss, but I can't believe the amount of hate towards him. He's only lost two games this season, bringing in top recruits. I I think it's justified, and I think it's justified because of this. He's got the exact same record as Clay Helton did through 22 games. So he's coached 22, he's 17-5, and pretty decent record. But he has kicked reporters out of conferences, not allowed them back, eventually saying, okay, now you can come back, doesn't make players available, and clearly only cares about the offensive side of the ball. They get involved with a tough, gritty team like Utah is. There's not much tough and grit in the Pac-12. Not a ton. But when it comes to this Utah bunch, that's them, and they out-tough them, and they beat them. So I think... Because he, he ignores the defensive side of the ball, because he's done some of this stuff with the media, I think it's justified. 
and he's got everything in the world that you could ever want to win football games with. Uh, someone says they remember me declaring the Rangers would not make the playoffs. If I remember correct, I think I said the way this team's playing, they won't make the playoffs, but yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of people declared the Rangers dead last couple of weeks of the season. Real quick, over under four for match or strikeouts. Over four strikeouts. Over four. Uh, there's a question on Kitley hate. There's a question on uh, recruits. We'll carry some of those over to tomorrow. We ran out of time. Appreciate all of you. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.